Well, we had local bonds track the weaker rand today while global bond yields fell in renewed safe haven trade. U.S. Treasury yields climbed, however, along with stocks as investors' hopes for a strengthening economy seem to outweigh concerns about a possible escalating trade tension. The R186 was bid at 8.63% uh, at my last check from 8.56%. There we have it there. And the R207 at 7.4% from 7.39%. The U.S. 10-year, uh, trading at 2.91% from 2.94%, while the German 10-year Bund firmed more than 10% today to 0.37%. We're joined on the line now by Malcolm Charles from Investec Asset Management for more on what's been playing out on the fixed income front. Thanks so much, uh, Malcolm, for your time today. So yesterday we had a drop in U.S. bond yields with the sentiment there riled by another twist in the trade war between the U.S. and China, and that's seeing some money flowing back into emerging market debt. Today, yields stateside climbing on hopes of a strengthening economy. Uh, has that naturally spelt a reversal of those flows into emerging markets? Hi, Alicia. Look, I, I think to, to pick any trend over the last probably three, three four weeks is, is, is difficult because just when we think uh, calm has is, is been restored, Turkey or Italy comes along and, and changes the dynamics dramatically. And I think that's exactly what happened uh, today. We had a speech from the Italian Premier and uh, he went a little bit off, off left field and, and, and made some promises that the market wasn't very happy with. So, uh, you know, whereas we saw stability yesterday, uh, you saw bonds uh, ready and, and risk assets like you know, Italian bonds and, and South African bonds all sell off. Absolutely. I was asking the question because I wanted to put, uh, you know, a kind of context to uh, South Africa within it all, especially in the context of the very bleak GDP first quarter numbers that were released today. Uh, that saw heels on the benchmark bonds rising and expected to trade pretty defensively over the short term. Where are your expectations sitting in the face of that data print today? Yeah, that, that, I mean, that, that was the worst, the worst possible outcome, uh, I think, for assets in this environment. I, I think in a, you know, in a, in a better market uh, like last year, it, it would have been ignored because a lot of it was agriculture. I mean, we, we had the fourth quarter number in agriculture at like 37-odd percent. Uh, so hence, you know, and that was the, the, the largest maize crop in the history of South Africa. And now, obviously, with that in the base, you're going to have a disappointment. So, uh, it, it, yeah, in a normal market, it, it, it would have been... Yeah, I looked at it maybe a little bit of weakness, but I think in this environment where we've had so much uh, nervousness around risk assets and emerging market debt in particular, uh, there was a marked reaction in the bond market and, and a sharp sell-off. So whereas you know, other fundamentals like inflation and growth uh, you know, over the longer term are positive for South Africa, I think with, with the news flow and the jitters in the market and the negative flows, I mean, we've had, what, close on 50 billion rand uh, flowing out of our market over the last two months, uh, you, know, you would expect a, a sharp reaction from that bad number. Yeah, uh, certainly that bad reaction filtering through very quickly to the local unit. It saw uh, the rand weaken about 10, uh, 10 cents rather uh, on that news and then ending the session uh, at 12.78. Many saying that that year-end target sits at about 13.10. What have you pegged out on the local unit front and the implications you see it having on inflation and the interest rate outlook? Does the Saab necessarily become a whole lot more dovish? No, see, I don't think they can be. I mean, on growth alone, and, and the fact that it was a big agriculture move, 
uh, you know, that, that's not interest rate sensitive. So you, you can do what you want in interest rates, and you're not going to change the, you know, what, 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 what crop you can uh, you know, bring out the ground. So you know, you, you've got to take that out of the number and look at the other underlying factors. There is a little bit of weakness, but you know, the, I think the momentum at least is on the upside. And I think second quarter, third quarter, we will see slightly better numbers. So I, I think they'll be tempered, but not dovish. Um, inflation, you know, we've got we've got a 13 rand in our forecast, and you know we stay within the within the target band. Yeah, you know, it goes up to five and a half, five point six over the next couple of months, and then comes back to about five percent at the end of the year. So, you know, for, for, for monetary policy, I think caution is advised. But there's no reason for overreaction from the Reserve Bank whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Traders remain pretty cautious, wary of a dollar bounce ahead of next week's Federal Reserve meeting. Are you erring on the side of caution there too? Yeah, look, I, I, think, I think the dollar's done, I've done a lot. Um, I think you know, we, we're watching uh, the euro very, very closely. So you know, we're comforted that, that, uh, that they've stabilized a little bit against uh, the, the, the dollar. And... If you look at the, 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 the recent economic releases out of, out of Europe, there's a small uptick in their, in their surprises index, which is a very good uh, indicator. So you know, we were the opinion that you know, the euro could actually stabilize yeah, and, and, and the dollar sort of pain trade that, that, that's been on for the last, what, six odd weeks um, could pause at these sort of levels. Yeah. What have you made of uh, the German 10-year bund today, firming more than 10%, uh, Malcolm, uh, to a yield of 0.37%? Yeah, I, I, think, I think some of that was uh, on, on the back of the Italian uh, speech. Because uh, you, know, you, you, you saw the bund sell-off last week and you saw the Italian bonds rallied. And I think, it, I think just a reversal of that. So once again, it's... it's uh, the markets are very, very jittery, and I think you know, uh, with trade wars and Italian craziness and, and you know, nervousness on, on, on EM debt, it's making you know, markets move a little bit more than they should do on, on, on single events, but that's what, that's what you get when markets are nervous. Absolutely. Well, let's leave it there, Malcolm. Thanks so much for having joined us on the line this evening. And, of course, Malcolm Charles from Investec Asset Management.